When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome to Talking Harness WA with Morts and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Hello and welcome. It's Friday, which means two things. Talking Harness WA here on SEN Track 657 in Gloucester Park tonight. And what a big card it is. Tell you what, the Pat Cranley Memorial, it's an absolute cracker, although magnificent storm. Probably the top raider over here has been scratched by Ray Williams, his trainer. I think just a precautionary measure with the heat today set to get to around that 38 degrees and uh, he'll go first up. Uh, well, the next run will be into the Retrovision Fremantle Cup in two weeks' time. Uh, but I'll tell you what, uh, tonight's field, I don't know how many other horses uh, are on the borderline to get in, but it's uh, pretty close to a cup field. So a great entree tonight into those cups races. And I'll tell you what, as we speak to Glenn Mortimer, the 18's back for you, Morts. The Derby winner, the Golden Slipper winner, and of course Major Martini uh, continues his form. You must be very excited with all the Group One winners of yours coming back. Yes, morning, Michael. Great to be here as always, particularly after a little freshen up last week. We just had uh, had seven days off just to yeah. sharpen up uh, a little bit. Been a lot happening since our last show, and we look forward to. Ian Edwards, CEO of Rawa, joining us this morning just to give us a little bit more clarity around that. Big night's pacing as we count down to the Retrovision Fremantle Cup and the WA Pacing Cup. Uh, And we'll be joined by Scott Bummerhill and, of course, the great man Hayden King will be along in some good form after his last lot of tips at uh, Albany. And, of course, some big news with the scratching of Magnificent Storm and... Yes, very pleased to see uh, the A-team back tonight, mate. Very happy indeed. So, And thank you very much for programming me races one, two and four. That's great. <laughs> well, normally, normally it's normally it's eight, eight nine, nine, and ten, but uh, one, two, and four. Yeah, so. once again, I had no input into that, but uh, they're Michael. looking after you. They must listen to the show, Morts. <laughs> they must, but uh, no, big show and looking forward to it. Uh, yep. All right. Yeah, as you said, we're going to uh, do the form preview and, and get all the tips as we go through. But the biggest issue, I think, uh, around at the moment uh, in life in general is is obviously uh, COVID-19 and the opening up day and also all the ramifications as we prepare for that. And racing um, is no different as far as the implications of that. Um, it was announced, obviously, this week that uh, you had to be double vaxxed to get into uh, venues, hospitality venues with a capacity over 500 which is every racetrack within this Perth and Peel region. And we'll talk about Gloucester Park in just just a moment. But uh, let's get some more clarity around the Rawa um, part of the deal. And we're uh, welcome, uh, time to welcome in the CEO of Rawa, Ian Edwards. How are you, Ian? Yeah, very well. Hi, uh, Michael. Hi, Glenn. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, look, uh, Ian, it's a, it's a really um, uh, interesting time at the moment and there's plenty of things uh, going on and plenty of balls in the air. Um, 
I understand, Ra, we're in the process of, of finalising a, a vaccination policy for licence holders. Yeah, that's right. So we've had a, a period of consultation out with the various groups across the three codes of racing over the last couple of weeks. Um, all of that feedback came in earlier this week, um, and we'll take all of that into consideration and hopefully look to finalise um, a, a rule in the next week or so. It's an interesting situation at the moment with the racetracks with the patrons because in the in the legislation it took us a while to get that clarification around the 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 um, the, the precise wording of it. But patrons have to be double vaxxed, but um, the, some of the staff and also the the fraternity who are considered workers aren't vaxxed, uh, don't have to be uh, double vaccinated at the moment. So there's a little bit of a loophole there at the moment that's, that sits for racing. Uh, yeah, so you, you've hit the nail on the head, I think, with that summary. So what, what the easiest way of getting to the, the point that we're trying to get to is to get a government mandate across the whole uh, of the racing industry, which it became clear probably a month or so ago that we weren't going to get. Um, and, and we are, in effect, as, as racing and wagering, trying to replicate what that mandate would have done um, so as you say, there's a few inconsistencies from a racing industry perspective in terms of government directions currently. And one is the fact that every racetrack with a capacity of more than 500, uh, the patrons have to be vaccinated. And as you rightly say, that isn't the staff. It's only the, the punters on course, if you like. Um, but, but then there's another rule which says that any event of more than 1,000 people, everybody at that event, and now that's attendance rather than capacity, but all of those 1,000 people then have to be vaccinated, and that does include staff. And I think from our perspective, um, you simply can't run a racing industry and race clubs can't run venues on that kind of two-speed Why You can't have, you know, Gloucester Park on a Tuesday and Gloucester Park on a Friday being run in different ways, and I think it just isn't practical. Yeah, so one of the biggest uh, words, I guess, uh, in that conversation there is the word capacity. And uh, on Tuesday night at Gloucester Park, uh, people had to be double vaccinated, and that's and, and that's really brought about by the fact that Gloucester Park has the capacity to hold 500. Is that correct, Ian? Yeah, that's right. So that, that's what we're dealing with at the moment is that it, it is um, clubs, which, which is almost all of our race clubs, right, as Michael said, um, any, any space that has a capacity of more than 500 or an occasional uh, license, which between the two of them actually capture virtually every race club, but it only applies to the patrons, the punters, if you like, not the licensed personnel. And uh, like tonight and at, uh, at, at Ascot, if, if trainers and strappers are double vaxxed, are they allowed to then mix with the general public uh, or are the general public allowed to go into the stall area if they are double vaxxed? Yeah, so under um, the, the current rules that we're working with with government, that's exactly right. So um, in truth, licensed personnel at this stage don't have to be vaccinated to go on course. They did for the Perth Crops. That was a one-off. Uh, they now don't. From the 5th of February, they, they will, if they're going on course with more than a 1,000 other people, um, almost for reasons of this very confusion. Um, my view is that we need a very clear approach across the whole of the racing industry that effectively has everybody who walks in the gate being double vaccinated. That's the way that we can manage it the easiest. Well, that, that's interesting because like the, the fact that the 1,000 people triggers the double vax for everybody, in the next three weeks, we've got the... Fremantle Cup and also the Pacing Cup on the 4th of February, which means everyone on track that night will have to have, be double vaxxed because both those events will get well over a 1,000 people. So, And I would imagine Ascot would be in the same boat on a, on certain Saturdays, Ian. 
Well, yeah, you're right. And it's that, again, the, the directions as they're written at the moment don't really solve our problem for us because, as you point out, you as Gloucester Park would be managing differently depending on how many people you think are going to attend on a particular day. Um, and Ascot, as you say, Ascot on a Wednesday is very different from Ascot on a Saturday, but on a Saturday they'd be planning for more than 1,000 people. On Wednesday it's very unlikely um, that they would get that. And, and so it, it just isn't practical, I don't think, to run things in that kind of way. We need one approach that goes across all race clubs, uh, across all uh, the, the state, and includes everybody who walks in the door, whether you're a trainer, a jockey, or a punter. All right, and and you think the that you'll be able to release this policy uh, or the the proposal in the next uh, next week, early next week? Is that is that the timeline? Yeah, all, all being well, I think that that's the plan. Yeah, we've had it out for consultation with uh, a number of industry bodies for um, the last two weeks, and that the window for feedback closed earlier this week. Uh, so we've now pulled all of that together. We need to run it past the Rawa board. Uh, we also need to run it past uh, the government for a final approval from their perspective. And all of that may well take a few days, but all being well, it would be good to get something out next week. And I should say on that, that we would look to have an effective date that aligns with government. So we're looking at that um, 5th of Feb uh, date, and therefore by bringing something out next week, we've still got a few weeks for those who need uh, a second vaccination, perhaps to uh, make sure they're they're all good for the 5th of Feb. And Ian, can I ask, how did uh, Perth Cup, Day go because that was the first uh, venue and first time that everybody, including um, jockeys, owners, trainers, everybody, patrons had to be double vaxxed. Yeah, that's right, uh, Glenn. That obviously took place on the the first of Jan last week. So it was quite a privilege, I think, for the racing industry to be chosen as the pilot. And uh, I would like to think that is some reflection on the way in which we have been able to manage COVID for the last eighteen months. I think we've led the way in terms of the protocols that we've had in place and the compliance that we've been able to um, enforce and that the industry's worked with Rawa really well through that period. Um, so it was nice to be given the opportunity to be the test case. And uh, I must say that things ran very well. And in credit to uh, Perth Racing, they uh, found out about it only shortly before the Premier's announcement on that Monday morning. So had, in effect, four days to turn around all of the, the, the protocols that they needed to make the day work. And I was there and I must say it worked very well from people um, coming in through the gate. There were no long lines. There was no um, issues with people coming in. People were sitting down when they way they needed to in terms of consuming the food and uh, alcohol. And uh, as they were moving around, they had their masks on exactly as they should have. So from my perspective, I think it ran uh, very well. And it's nice to see that reflected in the government's approach, which is to uh, effectively take that concept and repeat it now across all large events. All right, Ian, uh, thanks for your time uh, this morning and uh, no doubt that uh, over the next few weeks we'll obviously see that policy and, and have it implemented uh, going forward to the opening date of uh, WA, which is set for the uh, 5th of February. So um, hopefully that uh, we've, we've got everything in place by then, but uh, it's much appreciated for your time and get some more clarity around, around the issue. That's fine, no problem at all. Thanks for having me on, Michael and uh, Glenn. Cheers, all the best. Thank you. Ian Edwards there, the CEO of uh, Racing and Wagering. And I'll tell you what, it's, it is very complicated. I can tell you, Mort's on, it was announced Monday with no <laughs> notification. Um, and then you sort of, we're still sort of trying to work out who was swept up into what we had to do as a race club uh, going forward. And, and obviously we came under the, the capacity of 500 and um, had to make those those plans. And Pinjarra's in that as well, Harness mm-hmm. Racing Club. So 
from Monday, you've got to be double vaxxed to be a patron. Um, and there's certain criteria of um, the the fraternity who are un- unvaccinated racing at the, the venue can't mix with the, the general public. And but uh, c- could could somebody uh, like ourselves walk down to the stall if tonight? you're if you're eligible so if yeah. you're if you're an owner and you get a stall pass you can still go in so th- that hasn't changed it's just getting back into the general public so need to be double vaxxed. yes yeah. so yeah. to to get into certain areas of the venue you need to be double vaxxed rather than keeping you know um yeah very difficult to yeah the the, the vaccinated people out of the stalls it's the other way around yeah and and how did Tuesday go yeah fairly well there was no real uh, issues with it I think everyone understands that <laughs> it's the law or it's a mandate that yeah. you've got to follow. Yeah. Um, and I don't think there was, there was too many issues that I got told. There was, I think there was two people that sort of wanted to remonstrate their, Always will be, yeah. their, um, their choice, but actually were both double vaxxed and showed their double vax and walked through. And so, walked through. <laughs> so it was, it was a, it was a bit strange that they wanted to sort of argue the case, even though they're both double vaccinated. Could, they could have saved, and, and could have saved themselves the grief and just, well, and, and also the staff and <laughs> we're just doing a job. And that's what we hope happens is that, uh, you know, as this is implemented, we just need to be mindful. The people on the gate are doing their job. Yeah. Um, they need to abide by the rules or else you're going to be opening the wallet to pay a big fine if people, uh, you know, uh, aren't doing yeah. the right thing and, and come through. So we just all need to do the right thing. And when you th- reflect on racing the last two years, we've been extremely lucky as an industry that we were able to continue to race week after week after week. Uh, you know, whilst retail stores and, and other, you know, businesses were closed down, we were able to continue to to race our horses and, and you know, win stake money and all these sorts of things that we love doing. Sure, we weren't able to be there sometimes and see them, but we've all got a TV. And if you don't, get down the wretched. Yeah, we've got plenty on so. <laughs> But uh, we've been very lucky as an industry, Michael. Yeah, no, we, we sure have. And and, and that, that brings me to uh, our sponsor before we go on to the next part, Mortz, is uh, Loans123. Car loans, debt consolidations, personal finance. Who do you see? The great man, Steve Sell, the nude nut. Yes, and uh, he you can contact him at loans123.com.au. And honestly, Mortz, if he can't help you. There is no hope for you, Michael. None whatsoever. No. But... but and sadly for for um, the nude nut is yeah. that after our last uh, show we didn't need him because no. <laughs> uh, bomber you know filled the TAB account and and Hayden put a few in as well so uh, yeah, we didn't know didn't need to go and see Steve but it was a good Christmas it was a great Christmas but he is, he is a good man Steve Sell and he can get you sorted all right Mortz. Uh, more, uh, me. Now, you had a bit of homework to do last time, Michael. Did I? Um, I didn't I'm, actually do it. <laughs> actually, <laughs> I, had a few, I had a few things on. I'm actually guessing you didn't. But, no, I had a few things on. No, I forgot about just it. just asking how you're allowed to train one horse and yeah. get drive I will, I will. I will, I will yeah, find out. That would be good. So, uh, yeah. don't really have much for... How did... Happy with the fast filly last week? Uh, yes. Yeah. Although I thought she, she still learned how to race, so... <laughs> yeah. Um... Yeah, I thought she. I thought she went well. She, the, the once again finished in front of Hayden's tip. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought uh, the horse on the outside was being driven yep. like Chicago Bull. But anyway, um, she fought. <laughs> she fought back and uh, ran fourth, yeah, which fourth. was very was good. good. Now, importantly, the Retrovision WA uh, Retrovision Fremantle Cup and yes. the WA Pacing Cup. Yes. The fields, Michael. There's yes. a couple. We look at tonight's race. Which, yep. is a, which is an outstanding race, the Pat Cranley Memorial, Group 2, uh, free for all. And you look at that field there now. So Magnificent Storm will come out. Yep. So Babyface Adder will take its it, place. It goes in. 
So just a, a, a bit of a look at horses that, you know, on the, on the cusp. Yep. Um, so Galactic Star. Yep. He's, you know, he's, he's racing. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, he, he's got to be in the mix. Yeah. Uh, last year's winner, Volton Tin. Yes, he's got to be in the mix. I'd, I'd, I'm, he'd sort of be out of my 12 at the moment, yep. but um, he's racing tonight, so that gives him his chance to, to force his way through with a, with a win. He would need he would need to win or yes. run an exceptional race to uh, be, but he he is last year's winner, so uh, he must, well, it, it carries, he must be it, in the mix. It carries a bit of weight being last year's winner, um, but I, I think he's I think he's on the edge though. Yep, um, a baby face adder for our our man Cody. Um, he would need to uh, if he wins the night. If he wins the night, he goes straight tonight, in, Cody. But, but we will certainly be. Uh, Hoping for that. The other one on the uh, Hampton banner didn't probably help his cause last. He is a free for all winner. Yeah, he didn't help. He's his not. Cause in, he's not week. in for mine. He had sat on the leaders back last week, and yeah, no, unfortunately, uh, yeah. didn't didn't do so well. So the makeup of the field outside of what we see there tonight probably won't be a great deal difference. Just those one or two questionable spots, which are always there, and that then comes down to discretion? Yeah, well, it does. And that's, I mean, they tried to formulate a thing, but, I mean, they, I think they ran a simulation of who will get in. It was just not, not a great field. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, th- that's the big problem coming up with a adequate rules to get in. So, But if you've got guidelines on group two wins, group one wins, prize money, that sort of stuff, that's, that's you know, the way to go. There's always got to be questions around the last three or four. I mean, that's just the way it is. Yeah, I mean, you look at... Perfect major. He was a he won quite a few free for alls. Yep, a while in the back. winter. His yep. recent forms just been average. Yep. So horses like that probably yep. deserve a start based on what they've done. Yep. But if you look at what they've been doing in the last three or four starts, it probably tends Ma- to be major martini. Ball. Is he pushing onto the cups? No, no. So no. he's he's not in the discussion. Oh, he wouldn't get a start. He hasn't earned it. He hasn't earned a start. Uh, even though if you look at um, his form is great, but. If, if, he, if he won well tonight, like if he just brained them? Uh, he would have to brain them. And with Papernick in the field, yeah, yeah. that's going to be a very uh, big – but you would think he would struggle. Uh, unfortunately, his eighth in the free-for-all probably didn't help his cause. But uh, good news, he's only a five-year-old, so he's uh, he's got plenty of racing left in front of him. But yeah. I wouldn't think he would get a start. Um, yeah. So, yeah, look, should be an interesting race. Now – Importantly for our listeners, Magnificent Stormed scratched tonight yep. means he can't butter up before I the... I thought so. No. no, he's got to go straight in the Fremantle Cup, I think. Straight in the Fremantle Cup, so it's going to be three weeks in. Yeah, yeah. And I know they're trying to get him... But tell you what, last week was a gut buster. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like it, it was a gut buster. He was... It, it, and and in, in, in warm conditions and whatever else. So... Um, I, you know, I don't know whether it's going to affect him too much. He seems like he's... He seems like he's a... Uh, a horse that doesn't, you know, he, yeah. he can just turn up and he's and he's the real deal. A big run by Diego in that race too. Yeah, Diego was a, a good run. So he's another one that's probably on the precipice of of getting in a pacing cup. Yeah, look, I would think um, I would think he's just got to run a re- he's just got to run a reasonable race tonight, and he's yeah. in. The mares. A... What, what do you do with the mares? Uh, Bell Catherine. Bell Catherine. Savvy Bromac. Uh, Savvy Bromac. No. Yeah. Uh, Bell Catherine, yes. Okay. Um, Wild West, Bletchley Park, yeah, interesting. Uh, of course, you've got, as we said, we've got Galactic Star to come back, so uh, 
sure the running camel will have his uh, <laughs> fingers crossed that he gets a start somewhere. But it when when there's that much debate about who's going to get in, yeah, just sets it up for what's going to be an absolutely cracking race. Yeah, we were we were going well for time, but we've blown it. <laughs> we've blown. That's okay. But we've got a special. Um, We've got a special uh, video to play now that's all, all audio. And I tell you what, I've heard some of these things, Morts, where they're, um, uh, they're mic'd up into between ra- in races and, and some of them are okay. Uh, but this one that we've seen uh, during the week, which Miss Guren, Mick Guren, um, uh, retweeted from uh, Track Chat uh, New Zealand, is Zach Butcher. And tell you oh, what, he's, he's, a, he's got a lot of personality, Zach. He's not just a great driver. Uh, and I'll tell you what, go and see if you can find it. It's the, the Track Chat. Um, New Zealand. It's uh, mic'd up with uh, Zachary Butcher, a uh, butcher, uh, and let's have a, a little listen to um, to Zach. Uh, we've we've cut a little bit out. You can go and actually watch the whole lot, and it's great to actually watch it on on the video. Uh, but here's here's, and we've thrown in the whole race. But here's Zach Butcher mic'd up uh, at uh, Addington um, during the week. Welcome. This is Cyclone Lucky Linda. Good chance in this. Draw on the three pole. I've just got to get it to try which can be a real struggle for me sometimes. Some would say I have heavy hands, but we'll see how we get on. That's Danny yelling. He's always yelling at us, old Danny. So, yeah, there's a few to watch from us. I've got me at favourite, but it's not going to be easy. There's a couple of nice ones in there off the 20 metres. Raymond and Muscle. Emma Frost. He's been going super, his old super fast and ninja. So maybe let's just, if we can get the front, press on. We're just gonna make sure I try that first bit. Next time around, this is where the heart starts being a little bit quicker because you're like, am I gonna gallop? Am I gonna try it? What am I gonna do? She'll look after me, surely. Come on, darlings. Sometimes I sing actually. I sing to like cool the nerves. So if I start singing mid-race, you'll know why. Square Gators face up to our starter, Frank Phelan, down there at the Lone Star start point, 2,200 metres. Hydroflow handicap. Right. Come on, big girl. Strand That's a good girl. Rightio, we'll step away. This can be a little bit slow early, so we'll just, we'll just take it easy. Oh, we've called. No, the galloper. Oh, no, what's going on? You're right, big girl. Good girl. You're okay. You're okay. Just going to go with her. Don't want to touch the mouth. Just get around this first bend. Good girl, baby. You're all right. Oh, we've got, we're going to have to do a bit of work to get around here. They've left me three wide. What are the chances? Come on, darling. Oh, I've got to get three wide again. <laughs> so we'll park now, and Dylan Ferguson's in front, and he's got the bat out. He does not look like he wants to hand. Unlucky Zachary. So we'll just sit out here like she's dead set, like loose rainer. She's just a sweetheart. We've got the trotting going, though. That's good. We'll just we'll mosey. She had to sit park last time and she went good. Don't see any cover coming. 
Got dead to the inside of me on liaison. It's actually been racing all right. Rolling along a bit here. Dylan's keeping us on it. Oh, we've got cover. Super fast ninja. Thank you. You're a man, Johnny. Just a park though, bro. Yeah, just a park. No, don't hand up, Dylan. Oh, what? Getting to the final 800 now. Just going to cruise out here. We don't want to be doing too much. Yeah, I'm going to take my horse to the old town road. I'm going to ride till I can't no more. I'm going to take my horse to the old town road. I'm going to ride till I can't no more. Now, super fast ninja is jogging. Come on, darlings. What do you got left in the tank, sweetie? She's had to do a tough thing. She's had to sit back. Come, babe. Come on, babe. She's still got a little bit left there. Come on. Pull on now, see what we got. Come, babe. Come, babe. She's still coming, the big girl. Come on. Come, babe. Come, babe. Get up. Get up. Come on. Well, I don't know where we run. That was a close finish. I don't think we won, though. Fugger! You're listening to Talking Harness WA with Morton Michael Radley on SEN Track. You're listening to Talking Harness WA with Morton Michael Radley on SEN Track. But he released the handbrake. A magnificent storm has raced away from them. Magnificent storm put 10 metres to Hampton Better. Chicago Bull, Diego, Rock and Roll Lincoln, Vampiro around the turn 27 9. Magnificent storm has raced away. Diego runs into second place on the outside from Vampiro. He's walking. Magnificent storm, but he's clear. Diego flashing. Magnificent storm stopping. Diego lunging. Magnificent storm in front. He clings on by the skin of his. Chitty Chin Chin, Diego second, getting third, I think Galactic Star won. Richie in fine form on New Year's Eve at Gloucester Park and he was big, magnificent storm, copped a lot of pressure and just kept on finding. Diego went close, Galactic Star into third position, so you imagine uh, probably the first, the top five might go in, Rock and Roll Lincoln? Uh, no. He's on the border, don't think he'll no. get in? No. <laughs> this segment brought to you by the owner of Rock and Roll Lincoln, Glenn Mortimer, Retrovision, your local WA electrical appliance specialist. RAC members receive an additional 5% every day on the best price, Morts. Absolutely, they certainly do. We will match the big boys, the JB Hi-Fi's, the Harvey Normans. We will, exactly. We will match their price and give you your 5% discount. And a big thank you to all of the industry participants who supported Retrovision over the last 12 months. It's amazing, the, the private messages on on Twitter and, and all that to organise. So it's great to get some support so we can we can give it back. But um, one of the fraternity uh, bought a fridge office yesterday and uh, it's, it's been great support. So we do appreciate it at Retrovision. No, so we, uh, well, you're a great store, so it's... Uh, you're getting not only you supporting us, but you're getting the best products available as well, which is the main thing. 
Yes. Including Vintech wine fridges. <laughs> they're the best. The only problem is... Simon Miller and, and myself can attest to that. The only problem is when we sell them, they're empty, Michael. Yeah. yeah. So, so what, they, got, they got filled pretty quick, though. All right. That's a big welcome to our man, Scott Bomberhill. How are you, Bomber? Very well, thanks, guys. Yourself? Yeah, really good too. What well, it's a great card tonight. The first race is at five fifty-five WA time. Ten races, some big horses coming back, big name horses coming back. Hopefully, they're not too big. Um, and I tell you what, the Pat Creeley Memorial is an absolute cracker. Even though Magnificent Storms out, it's going to play a big part into formulating the Fremantle Cup in two weeks' time, Bomber. Absolutely, yeah. Some cracker racing out there tonight, and that um, yeah, that free for all is a ripper. Um, and yeah, just all as well for for us going forward. There's a lot to look forward to, that's for sure. All right, let's get into uh, the first race we're going to look at because uh, time's against us a little bit today, but this is the Hoist Talk Australia pace, 25 at 36 metres. Great supporters of ours, Hoist Talk, Damien Keating and the boys. And we've got Majestic Star at $26 drawn the pole, not a Bene Denario at $3. Talker up at $71, 55 Reborn, $9. Gambit. Two dollars into a dollar ninety-five. Quick stride at fifty-one. Miragon at twenty-six. Max Gold at one hundred and twenty-six. Alter Intrigue at eighty-five. Uh, sorry, eight fifty. <laughs> there you go, eight fifty for Alter Intrigue, and the one off the back line is Tyler Brett at eight fifty. Also, uh, Gambit even money into a one ninety-five. Up against the stablemate, not a better scenario at three dollars. Which way are we going, Bomber? Yeah, don't think the dollar ninety-five will last too long. I can see plenty of speed from one, two, and four here. If, if the one wants to hold up, he can. We know he rips and tears his head off, but uh, I think maybe not a better denario will roll around to the top, and that gives Gambit plenty of options. He can sit back one, two, or even roll around to the breeze. He was exceptional last time, 56-6 middle half, before they got home in 57-3 and beaten by the flying beat city uh, distance right up his alley here. And I think he can either work to the breeze or the front at some point, and, uh, yeah, he looks the winner to my eye. You whiz, Bomber, you built that up. It must be a 10-unit bet coming up by the sounds of it, but uh, I'm with you, Gambit is the class in the race. What's the staking plan? Race six, number five, Gambit. Yeah, not quite 10 units more, but he, yeah, very, very keen. He's a three-unit bet. I think he'll kick us off in the right note. Beautiful. Good way to start. All right. The Hall team is kicking us off in race number seven for our uh, preview. The next uh, race six, I should say, the next race we've got to look at is race number seven, the Mondo Doro Small Goods over the 2130 metres. And we have American Rock at 71. Who's Who in the Zoo at $7. Rock Me Over at 5 Shadow Roll, 340 Carrera Mac at eight dollars. There you go at eighteen. Medieval Man at three sixty. B seventeen sixty one. Better be lively at sixty one. Then the back line we got Batavia on fire twenty one. Blackjack Zach at ten and Disco under fire eighteen. This looks an open race bomber. Which way are we going? Yeah, pretty open race. But I don't think I've ever been as keen one going from Bustleton to to Gloucester Park. But Medieval Man, he's been down there. He's had a couple of ripper runs. He's, he's run two starts ago. It was fantastic. He actually smash the clock himself down there off a off a back mark and comes back tonight. I think he shadows there you go across. He can probably even get the takeover there off there you go if he does happen to find the pegs. And regardless of whether he's in front or in the in the uh, breeze, he's, he's very, very strong, this bloke, and I think he can get a job done against some horses that are going only okay. Yes, so there you go. Get across and um, hopefully 
medieval man will be able to get over him and get to the lead, and that'll be all she wrote. So what's the staking plan here then, Bomber? Race seven, number seven, medieval man. Yeah, two unit, two unit bet more time. I think he's probably as tight as he's going to get. We'll probably see better closer to race time. Uh, so, yeah, but I think he's just probably a little bit too strong for these. All right, so the first race on the card is um, the three-year-old, the first three-year-old of the season. We've got Max Better, who was really good, um, winning a couple of starts ago at 290. Uh, you got the return of uh, Swing Band, it's at $16, and Tricky Mickey. The Golden Slipper winner is the favourite at 265. He's outside the back line, but a horse who's in the race for Aiden DeCampo is Flow Rider. Once again, he's got to go around at big odds at double figures at $12. That might change because, I tell you what, the, the more they win, the better the price, as they say. And as Mortz? Well, it was, uh, this one was thrown out by uh, Bomber last Friday night, Flow Rider. Yep. Got out to $13. Great result. All right, as we uh, go to the break, let's listen to Flow Rider again. Double figures are winning once more. Now uh, getting into the clear and starting to run on is Mungatar here as it follows Flow Rider and coming with a good run and very wide out is Paul Edward around the turn and Flow Rider is racing up on the outside with Mungatahi giving chase strongly though around the turn Flow Rider in front here comes Mungatahi though with a really good run Flow Rider the leader Mungatahi's trying to get there but Flow Rider's in front Mungatahi can't get there Flow Rider's hanging on and Flow Rider has won from Mungatahi and third home in the centre will be noted just in front of Paul. You're listening to Talking Harness WA with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. You're listening to Talking Harness WA with Mort and Michael Radley on SEN Track. From Regazzo, Mac Middlepage and Henrik Larson trying to run on. Deeper on the track, Sid Strepo, 27-5 the next quarter. An ideal agent has put them away. Raced 8, 10 metres in front now. Regazzo, Mac can do no more from Middlepage, from last dominus factor. Might even get up and run third. But ideal agent's going to walk in in a very impressive performance. Well clear from Regazzo and Mac. No, Middlepage will hold down third. Going to fourth is dominus factum. But ideal agent has walked in one by 20 metres to Regazzo, Mac who had absolutely no answer. Four metres away, third middle page. It is now one apiece between Ideal Agent and Regazzo Mac, and uh, they renew their rivalry tonight. Uh, tonight, though, the barrier draw with Regazzo Mac, and the first two races have gone with the barrier draw. The tab touch market, we have 160 Regazzo Mac, Ideal Agent $5, and you can throw in the Ideal Touch um, at $5 as well. That's the second heat of the Knights of Thunder, race number um, three. Race number two, we have the first heat and the return of Mighty Ronaldo, who's 210 on Tab Touch, ahead of Jumpin' Jack Mack at 280, who's been a, been well supported on Tab Touch. But Interesting the, that um, <clears throat> Gary Hall Jr. driving Ronaldo. Mighty Ronaldo well, over Jumpin' Jack Mack. He has got it wrong in the past, jumping off him. Yeah. <laughs> he might have just no, said, no, I'm just going to drive it. I was surprised. So, anyway, uh, yeah, so am I. But um, first, the fastest nine go through to the final next week. You're not keen on this. Um, why not? This, why? Yeah. Because sometimes if you need to win a race, sometimes you've got to do what you can to do to win the race, which may that's not fine. mean going flat out. That's fine. And you don't make the final. You win the race. But then, do we have the best horses in the final? Well, last... well, the problem was in the old in the old heats. The first five used to jump to the front. They used to walk, and then they used to kick home, and that was the barrier draw. Just controlled the 
the actual final. Like it just was a boring series. It's it's one series that's different. Do, yeah. do you want every series the same, Morts? Is that what you're saying? If it's going to help me win, yes. <laughs> Talking just through let me, Yes, just let me see the results after tonight and I'll comment right. on the on the format next All week right. perhaps. All right. Uh, this segment is brought to you by Bayswater Mazda. Driving is better in a Bayswater Mazda, Morts, and you know that better than anyone else. Certainly do. Went and took the uh, Mazda 6 Turbo for a test drive the other day. What an unbelievable car, Michael. Unbelievable. So... Well, biggest decision now is what colour and then <laughs> place the order and away we go. But it's magnificent car. Great team out there at Bayswater. Oh, they're the best. Gee, they do a great job. So it was good. Everything Beautiful car. Team. Yep. All right. Let's get into the next preview. It's race number eight is the Choices Flooring. The Phillies and Mares pace over the 21, 30 metres. We've got Alice K at 160 on Tab Touch. Mindy Joan, $5. Sweet Madison, $11. Parsons Glamour, 51 Newsy, $16. Purest Silk, 16 Trindy Bromac, 126 Miley's Desire, 126 American Armour, $15. And then Mistiano at $9, the back line. And Run for Mercy, uh, it's at $9. And then Run for Mercy, 16 Bomber. Which way are we going in the Phillies and Mares? Alice Kay, she'll bury through from one and lead. And she led here in September, ran the arms off the clock. And she's been really, really good since. She she did gallop off the one gate here uh, two starts after that when trying to hold out there you go and actually smashed her head on the gate. But there's nothing with his speed tonight out wide. She won't need to be doing anything silly early. She'll just bury through, lead and win. Uh, it looks pretty simple to me. Very simple when you say it like that, Bomber. Um, $1.60. <laughs> <laughs> nice and uh, nice and easy. That's how we like them. A lot of confidence. So in race eight, number one, Alice K. Sounds like it could be a big bet coming up, Bomber. What is it? Yeah, she's a five-unit job. Uh, as I said, I just I can't see how they possibly beat her. She just rolls to the front and looks too strong. The five-unit yeah. five bet, the dollar sixty. It mightn't last very long. The dollar sixty. I thought it was Christmas a couple of weeks ago. It's like Christmas again. <laughs> five <laughs> units, three units. All right, uh, let's have a look at the last race we had a preview. It is race number nine, the direct uh, trade supplies over the 25, 36 metres. We've got uh, Orlando Blue at $1.90, so Strepo at $23, Stara Willoughby at four twenty in from $5, Prada Sun 21, Don't Bother Me None uh, returning, two forty five. He's got a big wrap on him for sure at $20, Dorse at one twenty six. You can scratch Jetstar, Bomber. This is a good race, the market. Uh, very interesting. Uh, there's three horses that dominating. Orlando Blue, Star of Willoughby, Don't Bother Me None. Which way are you going? Yeah, I'm with the roughest of the three in uh, Star of Willoughby. I think he drops into the 1-1 one, one or 1-2 one, at worst. Uh, Orlando Blue looks the leader. Don't Bother Me None's a dead set death horse. That's all he knows. He just goes there every start just about. and They're going to have to go for it a fair way from home. And we saw a few weeks ago when Star of Willoughby had to sit on Finvara and Jumping Jack Max. He was lethal at the back end of that, and if he re- reproduces that, he'll be too quick for them late, I think, especially if they happen to take off at the 800 or 1,000. It just maps really nicely for him, I think. Well, Bomber, I can't say that I share your confidence, but I do wish you very good luck because I'll be uh, following your tips as I always do because you are the best. So race nine, number three, Star of Willoughby. What's the staking plan, Bomber? Yeah, one unit bet. I think he's still just marginally over the odds and... Uh, yeah, like I said, he does need the other two to, to go to war, but I think that'll probably happen. So, um, yeah, looks a nice bet. 
All right, that's uh, race number nine, the card. Bomber, great uh, night of uh, racing at Gloucester Park tonight. Can't wait, and we're going to come home with a sale because uh, six, seven, eight, nine are the um, uh, the, the previewed races. Uh, good luck, and uh, we'll speak to you next week. Yeah, and uh, yeah, have a great night out there. It looks an absolute ripper, and uh, yeah, I, I couldn't find a winner in the last race for you, Rad. So I had to leave that one alone. <laughs> Good luck with that. No, we might uh, we might be having a red wine at the Retrovision Bar <laughs> 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 uh, for race number ten. All right, good on you, Bomber. Thanks for your time. Thanks, guys. All right, uh, let's take a break as we go. The feature race last week was won by the our man JP Prentice. With better get it on, and tell you what, she she broke a run of outs. She needed to. Well, the syndicate uh, in the uh, couple of doors up from the, where you were, Michael, had everything almost invested on uh, better get it on. So, it was good she could finally find the winning post after eight seconds. So, right. been very consistent. All right, as we go to the break, let's listen to better get it on winning the feature at uh, New Year's Eve on uh, at Gloucester Park. Quarter goes through in 28.9. Sahara Storm sticking on. Owner Diamond behind the leader. Mistiano at a big price is running on, but better get it on, gets away. The run comes for Owner Diamond. Out of Tarantella gets through along the inside of Mistiano. Is out wide and also misplay in the straight, though. Better will get it on in front. Owner Diamond is whittling down the margin, but better will get it on in front. Holding Owner Diamond out of Tarantella, and better will get it on. Races home to win it well. Better will get it on has won from Iona Diamond and a Tarantella. You're listening to Talking Harness WA with Morton Michael Radley on SEN Track. Welcome back. This last segment, Michael, is brought to us by Steel Blue, Australia's leading supplier of work boots, built for comfort and made for work. He sure is, and uh, our man will be out there tonight, Ross. He certainly will, but uh, our man here, Hayden King, has got some for us tonight at Bustleton. What have we got, uh, H? Yeah, well, we're going to Bustleton tonight. In the first race, Velvet Shadow. I think he could step to the front. Let's Rock tonight is having her first go from behind the tapes. His first go from behind the tapes. So Velvet Shadow, 40 to 1, could lead, give a sight. Race two, number one, Brewery Lane. I think he leads as well, and he's going to have the wizard right where he wants him. He's either going to be behind him in trouble or left exposed a fair way from home, but he's not the kind of horse that can handle that. And race six, number three, American Voodoo. I think he'll ping to the front as well, and he'll make life really hard for filling aces. And uh, from the front, he's very hard to beat American Voodoo. In the last, make us proud. George can go okay. Albany Saturday, Lorinda Kate will be very hard to beat. Tell you what, the good Albany's been good this season, Hayden. Like good fields, they're strong fields. Yeah, yeah, and uh, tomorrow, same theme. Yeah, yeah, no, it's uh, been good down uh, right down the south. So, Are you calling down there? I'm going to Bustleton tonight, yeah. Okay, oh, yeah? very oh, good. good luck. Thank you. Action-packed uh, meeting and some, some they do get racing some, down They there. do get some good crowds and it's a great yeah. atmosphere. But Action speaking packed. of atmosphere, Gloucester Park tonight. Oh, yes. Cannot wait. Cannot wait. And big night on New Year's Eve as well. Mortza was uh, a great night. We got Fantastic. through it even though the, we had a lot of restrictions on us. But tell you what, everyone behaved perfectly. It was great. Fantastic night. We've just got some of the best racing coming up with the Retrovision uh, Fremantle Cup and the WA Pacing Cup. Cannot wait. Yeah, and remember, got to be double vaxxed for patrons to be on course tonight and going forward. Uh, I don't know when that'll end. Um, and uh, watch out this week for the uh, RAWA release of their policy for the, the licence holders. So that'll affect, obviously, some in the industry because, like all parts of society, 
there are all parts of society in the in the racing industry, Morts. Correct. All right, that wraps up the show. Thanks to Hayden, thanks to Bomber, thanks to Ian Edwards, thanks to you, Morts. Good luck tonight with your big team back at Gloucester Park. Hopefully you win the heats and the nights of thunder and get through so the do final. I look forward to it, Michael. Jeez, we're, we're I, imagine, I imagine, may still not imagine, make the final, though. Imagine if you didn't make the final. That w- oh, yeah, oh. wouldn't turn up next week. <laughs> all right, thanks for your time. Until next week, it's bye for now. You're listening to Talking Harness WA with Morts and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.